All right, ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <That was> a... <laughs> Let's manufacture some enthusiasm. Are you ready? Yeah. Yay! Let's do it. It's podcast time in so the city. Excited. Hey everybody, this is the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Paul. We are back in the uh, in the apartment, Quiz Fix Podcast headquarters. It's pretty noisy here today. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we've already had to kind of restart the thing because of planes, because of motorcycles. I'm sure there's there's children playing in the alley. At least that is a happy sound. Is it? Is <laughs> well <laughs> until like something goes horribly wrong with the game they're playing. Uh, they're shooting off Nerf rockets down there. There's one kid down there that always ends up crying. <laughs> That's just kind of par for the course. If there are two kids, two kids playing, one kid will end up crying at some point. That's true. Ooh, maybe the one of those Nerf rockets can take down this plane coming by. Oh, I just saw a Nerf rocket come up uh, just about as high as that uh, telephone really? wire. You got some good air on that Nerf rocket. Uh, Who's going to cry? We're taking bets. <laughs> I'm going to say little boy. Little boy tends, little boys tend to cry pretty easily. Yeah. Little girls tend to be a little bit tougher. That's just my living with one brother and four sisters, I, my, my experience. There's two little girls. Yeah. And oh, a little boy. Oh, I think it's going to be the smallest girl. Yeah, whoever's the smallest is probably going to cry the first. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to bet on this, send your uh, betting donations to quizfixitgmail.com. <laughs> betting donations. <laughs> hey, do you have anything to announce this week, or are we just going to get right into it? I see you got your Hockey Night in Canada shirt on. Oh, I watched the first Habs game. Oh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> Cue the Habs music. Oh, wait. All right, tell us what happened in the first Habs game you watched. So. Now, was this the first Habs game? It was game? the first... Oh, you saw the opening night. Opening night. You're such game. a dedicated fan. Well, we got lucky. We have some friends who are actually Canadian. Oh, right. And he bought like whatever package you need to buy to watch all the games. Oh, I guess you would need some sort of cable deal or some sort of subscription yeah, service. Something gotcha. like that. I don't know. But right. he like messaged us and told us and he's like you're the only apps fans in town that I know, so come over and watch the game. We're like, yay. Nice. And this nice big TV was like loud sound, and we rarely have seen the games with the sound on because we watch it at the bar. Sure. So that was a different experience. Yeah. Was it in English or was it? Uh... Yeah, it was English. Right on. So it was the... Uh, hurricanes okay they were playing and it was away at the hurricanes Mm -hmm. and they tied i think it was like three to three at the end and then they went to overtime yeah and nobody scored in overtime so they did a shootout oh right 
and the Hurricanes got one, and we lost. Oh. But we still get a point. For um, going into. For going into overtime right. time. And then yesterday, there was a game between the Habs and the Leaves mm-hmm. that also went to a shootout, but this time the Habs won. Oh, nice. So it was like the Habs were losing in the third, at the beginning of the third quarter. It was like four to nothing or four to one or something. Oh, wow. And they brought it back to tie five to five. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing Isn't that in hockey. Crazy? That's fantastic. Now, I, I want to ask the question that I I care about. What what are the hockey snacks that a Canadian folks will give you uh, when you go watch the game at their house? Um, Just in case I'm ever invited. Well, to I don't Canadian's know house. what the normal thing is, but we were given chicken wings and taquitos. We're just going to assume that that's just a Canadian tradition. And a Heineken. No, that sounds that sounds right. That sounds right. That sounds that sounds like a lovely time. It was nice. Very nice. And did you did you guys wear your jerseys? Yeah, we did. Your hockey sweaters. Yeah, we did. Very nicely done. Oh, we're back into Habs. I know. I'm really in happy. Habs season. We before we turned on the microphones, she's talking college football. Now she's got <laughs> hockey. You're turning into a little jock. Yeah. We're going to just turn this podcast into sports talk. Oh, please no. <laughs> but I want it to center around the snacks you eat while watching I would watching like sports. to tell a story about Andy's parents. Okay. We all went to the Husky football game a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we went back to their house for dinner and board games. And his dad, is, I'm like sitting in the living room with his dad. And he's turning on the TV and he's looking for the coverage of the game on the news. He's like, I want to see the highlights. And I'm like, you were there. (laughs) We saw the whole game. He's like, I know. And I'm going to get up in the morning and get the paper and read the highlights in the paper too, just to make sure they still won. This is, this is what they do. (laughs) I didn't get it. I do this with the Seahawks. I have to admit, I'll watch the game, and then later on in the evening, when ESPN starts running the running the the replays, I'll just watch those replays again. <laughs> but you Ex- just saw but, it, but only if they win. If they lose, oh, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to see it again. I see. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a losing effort again. After we watched the Habs game, we watched the end of the Seahawks game. Yeah, that was that a crazy was a close one. game. That was a, they should have lost that game. They definitely should have they, lost. Yeah, I was actually rooting for the Rams. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that off mic. <laughs> I don't Their wanna... helmets are cool. The oh, when I was growing up, the two helmets that I loved the most <laughs> were the Rams and the Chargers. I loved the lightning bolt on the side, uh-huh. and then I loved I, I loved the big yellow ram horn. I did. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, fashion. Football fashion. We should turn this into a football fashion podcast. No, that's all right. all right. What is this podcast about? It's about playing quizzes. Do you want to play? Yes. Let's do it. Segway. <laughs> it's not as good if you say segway. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Now it is time for the lightning round. Bing, bang, boom, lightning hits your hand. 
and it hurts when it does. <laughs> How often does that happen? There was something on the news where the lightning hit somebody's shoe recently while they were wearing it. And I didn't read the story. I just saw the headlines. Like, lightning hits man's shoe. Why would it just hit his shoe and not his body? I don't know. Maybe he had some metal shoes on. Like steel-toed? Like, oh, there we go. I think you just solved it. You just cracked the code. <laughs> Careful wearing steel-toed boots in a lightning storm. Oh, that's just that's just good advice from Monica. Monica's <laughs> shoe advice. Maybe this podcast should be shoe advice. All right, all right. All right. What is your uh, lightning round topic for me this week? It is a 50-50. Okay. Is it a Bond villain or a past Major League Baseball pitcher? <laughs> <laughs> one of those I have a better chance of knowing, and you probably know which one that is. Um, mine is actually, you have a possibility of getting 10 points in this round. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, these are movie taglines. Okay. And I will read the tagline, and you can guess the tagline. Guess the movie from the tagline, you get two points. If you want a hint... I will tell you one of the actors in the movie, but then the answer is only worth one point. Do I get a year? Uh, I'm not going to give you a year. I'm going to mm. give you an, an actor name. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the hint you get. Oh, this is going to be tough. Yeah, but you have a chance to get 10. And I will say they're all in the fantasy sci-fi arena of movies. This is because... Uh, okay. Y- you know... Um, when you tell people that you have an interest in something and then you get presents that are all based on those interests. Uh, I get trivia stuff all the time now from parents and family members because that's what I do. So this is from a nerd trivia calendar. That, <laughs> uh, it's like a trivia per day calendar uh-huh. that I got. So uh, that's where this came from. So Well, my idea for this... Mm-hmm. More sports stuff. I was at the the Mariners game. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. This is this is this 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 is not the Monica I met a few years ago. This is a whole new Monica. It's a true. whole new Monica. Well, the reason I went to the Mariners game was one, they were playing the Reds. Okay. And they, both teams are just horrible this year. So oh, yeah, it was not... like battle of the shitty baseball teams. Yeah. And afterwards, dog parade, bark in the park night. Bark in the park. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> You've attended bark in the park before, haven't you? Haven't yeah, you? it was I, by accident. Yeah. I remember you've, you've, you've mentioned bark in the park before. Maybe not on the podcast, but to me. In, in it's one of my favorite things. That's amazing. And they just get to walk out on the field and you get to see all their little butts yeah. wiggle. They have like this doggy parade. They go around the bases. Some of them wear little hats. <laughs> it's amazing. Maybe this podcast. No, never mind. All right. Now that's something I could agree with. <laughs> Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here we go. It is lightning round time starting now. So, Bond villain or Major League Baseball pitcher, Elliot Carver. Elliot Carver is a Bond villain. And I can tell you he's he was played by Jonathan Price in the in the movie Tomorrow Never Dies. 
I know it is from Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes. yes. Here is your first one. I'm going to give you the tagline. Okay. The first one's the longest one here. Heroes, giants, villains, wizards, true love. Not just your basic, average, everyday, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, ho-hum fairy tale. Wow. Is it the Princess Bride? Bring yourself up for yes. two points. Well done. Well done. And some of these movies have multiple taglines. That's just one that was on the poster, and uh, and I like that. The I actor, like if I was going to give you an actor, I would have given you Robin Wright. That was, that was the clue you were going to get. Okay. All right, next one. Next one, Bond villain or pitcher, Keith Cato. I'll say pitcher. Right. Now I can't. For the red. I can't give you any information on the pitchers, probably, but I can probably tell you all about the Bond films. He played for the Reds. Okay, Cato. But that would be a good. Uh, that's a good possible Bond villain name, though. Cato. Isn't like, it? That's a good one. Uh, here's number two for you. He's the only kid ever to get into trouble before he was born. only kid ever to get into trouble before he was born. Hmm. I mean an actor. For one point, the actor is Michael J. Fox. Back to the future. Back to the future is correct. <laughs> there you go. I was actually I was thinking of um, look who's talking. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's probably it's kind of a fantasy movie because babies don't talk or have sentient thoughts that people can hear. Yeah, cats don't finally realize. No, they don't. Neither do babies. No babies. Number three, Dave Von Olin. That's a picture. That's right. Don't know who for. The Cardinals. Okay. Is these are these current pictures? No, they're okay. from 1983. Okay. <laughs> All from the same year. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Here's number three for you. Okay. It came for the thrill of the hunt. It picked the wrong man to hunt. Is that? Predator? It is Predator. Predator. <laughs> well done. The actor I was going to give you, of course, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Number four, Brad Whitaker. That is a Bond villain. That's right. Yeah. Played by Jodon Baker in... Oh, no. I think that's The Living Daylights. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a he's in a couple of of Bond movies. One where he's a good guy, one where he's, where he's a bad guy. That's the one where he plays a he plays a bad guy who makes um, statues of of past leaders like Napoleon and uh, Attila the Hun, but he makes them in his own likeness. He's crazy. I don't know anything about Bond movies, yeah. but whenever I learn something about them, it makes me glad that I don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your next one, number four. In space, 
No one can hear you clean. Hmm. In space, no one can hear you clean. Give me an actor. Your actor is John Ratzenberger. Who is that? Hmm. <laughs> Not knowing who John Ratzenberger is is going to be a problem. This might be the toughest one. Is it... Is it Super Mario Brothers movie? It is not. It is WALL-E. Oh. Yeah. John Ratzenberger, who played Cliff on Cheers, right, is in every right. Pixar movie. And Wally was tough because there aren't a lot of human voices in that. Yeah. So I was, if you knew that he was I in every love Pixar. That movie. Yeah, I do too. It's, it is so. <laughs> Eva. <laughs> Eva. It's so cute. All right, here's your last one. Okay. Raul Silva. That is a Bond villain. You got it. That's from uh, that's from Skyfall. That's from uh, Skyfall. That's for Javier Bardem. Played him. Yeah, you got every one of those. Yeah, yeah. I've watched all the Bond movies. I'm, I don't know if that's a great thing, but I I've watched them. Uh, all right, here's your last one, number five. The future begins. I don't know. That could be anything. Yeah. Give me an actor. I wanted him to get a little tougher as we went. Uh, the actor is Chris Pine. Oh, it's Star Trek. That is Star Trek. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want you know just a little bit tougher. But you got two, three, five. You got six points. You did, and you got yeah. five points. Right on. Well done. Yay. Yeah. So any of those questions could be on your quizzes this week if you play the quiz fix uh, quizzes around the Seattle-Tacoma area. So be on the lookout for those. That was that was actually a pretty lightning lightning round. That was much more lightning than usual, yes. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> Now time for game prep. Yay! Game prep. You're prepping those games. Prepping those games that are so lames. Hey, this is the point where we talk about things that happened in this day in history. Now, this week, uh, a little bit different. I'm trying a different structure here. Uh, I went through holidays that are that came this week, and we have some. Uh, some facts about uh, the topics of these little weird holidays. Um, so here we go. October 7th. 
Happy bathtub day. Happy birthday, bathtubs. (laughs) I don't know if this is the birthday. (laughs) Let let me ask you this before we get any further into this. Bathtub or shower? Bath or shower? What's your preference? I like to have the option for both. I just came back from a trip uh, where, uh, you know, I don't like to, uh, you know, hotels kind of are kind of gross. But if I can get a big enough tub for myself, I want to take a bath because I rarely get a chance to take a bath. Because you're so tall. Because, yeah, you got to have one. So, like, I've been in hotels for the last couple of weekends. Last, the one just this weekend was not big enough, but the one the weekend before was. So I got a little morning soak in. It is so. nice when they have, like, the big jacuzzi tub that's, oh. like, enormous oh. and it takes, like, an hour to fill the tub it's up. It's worth it. That's just like when you check in, just go ahead and start running that thing because you're yeah. probably going to want it in an hour. <laughs> so here's some uh, bathtubs from history. Take it away, Monica. It was in the bathtub where Archimedes discovered the physics of displacement. Yeah, he did. As he got in the tub, he noticed the water level rose. And when he got out, the water level went back down. This led Archimedes to jump from the bath and yell, Eureka! Yes, which means... uh, Hand me a towel. (laughs) Yes, it means hand me a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, history does not record whether or not he, like, slipped on a robe first or if he just, like, walked out of the bathtub and started running through the house going, Eureka, Eureka, Eureka! (laughs) It's like, you shouldn't reek, you just took a bath. Uh-huh. Uh, it was also in a bathtub where Shigeru Miyamoto, a game developer for Nintendo, came up with a concept that became Mario and Donkey Kong. He was looking at the pipes in the boiler room and and uh, said, oh, I've got an idea. Huh. Let's put a little man in there and then have him <laughs> fight a big ape. Pretty good. Weirdo. <laughs> It was in a hotel bathtub where Freddie Mercury wrote Queen's first number one hit in the U.S. 1980s crazy little thing called Love. Yeah, that's a good. That's that's pretty good for a bathtub. Uh, and some presidential bathtubs of note: the 332-pound William Howard Taft got stuck in the White House bathtub and had a larger one installed. And Franklin. Oh my God! Yeah, he did. And Franklin Delano Roosevelt had a bathtub installed on the USS Iowa for a voyage to Cairo, which uh, ships don't usually have bathtubs on them. So he got a special one, and I think it I think it remained on the on the ship for its for its run. Did ships have other type? Did they have a shower? They have showers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They they. I think I think for just space wise, it doesn't make sense to have tubs. The best bathtub I've ever been in was in Japan, where they have those really deep ones. I can't remember what they're called, like onsen baths or something like that, but they're deep, so you can like almost stand in them. And then they're super, super hot, like almost unbearably hot. Uh, it feels amazing. I don't know what else they do with them, but I don't know if there's minerals in there or whatever, but it's an incredible feeling. I don't know why all bathtubs aren't deep. Yeah. And wide. And with little jets in them. (laughs) And toys. Little rubber ducky toys. When we went to Denver, my sister was giving her two kids a bath. And 
my nephew Xander just starts screaming and I'm like down the hallway like listening and he's just like screaming and screaming and screaming and my sister's like can I get some help in here and I went in there and he's just standing in the bathtub like crying and screaming so I took Olive who just looked like get me out of here I asked her later what the heck happened and apparently he had all the toys and would not let his sister have a single toy yeah so she takes one and gives it to Olive, and Xander's like, no, and being a little jerk about it. And she's like, fine. So she takes them all and gives them to Olive. <laughs> <laughs> and he loses his mind. Yeah. And Olive is so sweet. She was trying <laughs> to like give the toys back to him to make him stop crying, but he was oh my God. unable to stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, our lives are so different now. Yeah. Me and my sister. <laughs> yeah, now you just you and Andy just share all the toys. <laughs> if I don't get all the toys in the bathtub, I'm gonna lose my <laughs> mind. What's what's wrong, Monica? Annie took all the toys from me and I don't have all the toys and I mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> October 8th, happy Octopus Day. Happy birthday, Octopus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's my octopus impression. That was great. It's, it was mostly arms for the people listening at home. <laughs> uh, some fast facts about the octopi. The octopus can come in many different sizes. The giant squid are about the size of a school bus. Ugh. But the California Lilliput octopus, aw, named after the tiny people in Jonathan Swift's Gulliver's Travels, can sit on the tip of your finger. Yeah, they can. And pose all cute. (laughs) Neat. They got every eight legs crossed. Yeah. Some octopi are poisonous. The blue-ringed octopus found in the coral reefs in the Pacific and Indian Oceans has a stinger filled with tetrodotoxin, a poison similar to those found in pufferfish, and that poison can be fatal. There are lots of stories of people seeing these because they're kind of small octopus and going, oh, I'm going to put them on my hand. Isn't that cute? And then getting stung. Yeah. I would Don't. never put an octopus on my hand. No, no. They're, I mean, look, they're they're wonderful creatures, but they're kind of creepy. And uh, I don't feel like I need to hold them. I don't really need to hold any wild animal. And especially one that might kill me. <laughs> those can stay far away as possible. Let me just pick up this jellyfish. <laughs> hey, scorpion, let me give you a ride <laughs> on my arm. Fishmongers Jerry and Pete Cosimano started this strange tradition of throwing octopi onto the ice at a hockey game. Hey, hockey again. When they threw one at a Detroit Red Wings home game in 1962. All right. You know why they do this. It was something about like the eight games they needed to win to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. 
I think that's right. Yeah. I think at least that that was the that was the excuse <laughs> to throw a poor octopus <laughs> onto the ice. <laughs> or they just like they were just like happened just to have an octopus on them, and they were like, "I don't want to hold this octopus anymore. What if it's a blue ringed one and it stings me?" It's like you throw <laughs> on the ice. No, you throw on the ice. You're a fishmonger. You should know. <laughs> yeah, fishmonger. Uh, finally, octopi have their own version of the mythological mermaid. It's called a Cecilia, and it's human on top and octopus on bottom. Most really? famous, yeah. Most famous version of the Cecilia is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Oh, right. Yeah, I did not realize because I remember Ursula being kind of octopusy, but. <laughs> She has tentacles. That's a Bond movie. I can say Octopussy. It's I fine. know. Uh, that's why I was laughing. Because you bring it back <laughs> to Bond movies. Um, but I didn't know that that was like a, a mythological creature in general. Yeah, I didn't but, know but that yeah, either. Yeah. Cecilia. I love You're breaking that. my heart. Uh, October. All she wants is <laughs> your voice. Your voice. Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> Speaking of souls, at October 9th, happy National Sneakers Day. Happy birthday, sneakers. Some fast facts about sneakers. The earliest version of the sneaker was the plume sole, a canvas shoe with a rubber sole developed in Liverpool as beachwear. The name plume sole comes from the plume sole line around a ship which the color band around the shoe sole resembled. If water got above the plume sole line, the shoes wearer would get wet. Yeah, if you have sneakers, you can still see them, especially uh, like um, like uh, real, like Keds, Converse sort of things. They have oh, a little yeah. line right mm-hmm. above it, and that's the plume sole line. Um, and ships have them so that, you know, if you're going to, if the water gets above that, then you might have some problems. Uh, speaking of Converse, one of the first sneaker endorsements in the U.S. came from basketball player Chuck Taylor, who lent his name to a line of Converse shoes, the All-Stars, uh, which from what I was reading about Chuck Taylor, he was never an All-Star. In fact, he played pro ball for a very little amount of time and then became a shoe salesman. So I'm not exactly sure why his name is immortalized on these shoes that I could never play basketball in. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen I've seen video of people running up and down the gym in these and and I love Converse All Stars, but I, not for athletics. That's just a twisted ankle ready waiting to happen. When was this? This is like the fifties. Well, see, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> why is that? Because they didn't know any. They better. didn't know. They didn't know any better. Fifties. Um. Oh. Sneaker sales rose sharply in the 1950s due to school districts relaxing their dress codes. Oh, <laughs> allowing students to wear tennis shoes instead of leather dress shoes. Yeah. So it wasn't church anymore. It wasn't church anymore. Yeah, that was that was their slogan. School. <laughs> it's not church anymore. <laughs> that did actually happen in the 50s. <laughs> and in the U.S., sneaker brands have grown exponentially in the last four decades. In 1970, only five brands of sneakers were available. By 1998, 285 models of sneakers were sold. And as of 2012, over 3,300 different models of sports shoes are out oh there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You went from having very few choices to, like, just endless. 
five brands of sneakers. How could you choose? Yeah. Yeah. I think just by just color and <laughs> and uh, which ones will twist your ankle faster. <laughs> October 10th. Happy Hug a Kevin Day. Happy Hugs Day, Kevin. You're, you're doing great. <laughs> Uh, according to Google, these are the top Kevin searches. Oh, yeah. comedian Kevin Hart. Star movies like Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I love that movie. Yeah. Night School and Central Intelligence. Next, uh, next up on the Kevin list, actor Kevin Costner, an Oscar winner for directing Dances with Wolves. Was he in that? He was in it, but uh, he only got an Oscar for directing it. Former Seattle Supersonic, Oklahoma City Thunder, Golden State Warrior, and now Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant. He's traveled around a little bit. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful on the reality series Shark Tank. I don't know that. Mm. Kevin McCarthy, a Republican representative from California and current House Minority Leader. And I think he just said something silly about the Ukraine deal. So I think that's why he's on the top searches. Um, And Kevin Bacon, famous for being Kevin Bacon. And an actor. Yeah. And like uh, connected to everybody, right? Yeah. He's got the six degrees. Uh, is there a favorite Kevin that we didn't that aren't isn't mentioned here? Can you think of one for yourself? Um, Kevin Davidson was my very first boyfriend. Ooh, in middle school. Now, if uh, and he broke up with me to go out with Adrian Bobo. Oh, I was, was just gonna. I was just gonna ask you if if, <laughs> if Kevin was here today, would you give him a hug? I don't know, probably, because yeah. I have a cold and I'd give it to oh, him. Oh, that's what you get, Bobo. <laughs> and finally, October 11th, happy It's My Party Day. Happy Party Day. Yeah, so this is, a this is well, they've turned it into a holiday about just throwing yourself a party, but I wanted to give some facts about the song It's My Party, because it's, it's oh, kind of fascinating. and I'll cry if I want to? Yeah. Okay. The song's lyrics were written by Seymour Gottlieb and was based on actual events. His daughter had cried at her Sweet 16 party because her parents had invited her grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they here? (laughs) What a little bee. (laughs) I don't want them here. Oh, I wish my grandparents could come to my birthday party. Uh, Leslie Gore was the third singer to record It's My Party. She was a junior in high school at the time. No way. Yeah. Quincy Jones produced the record, and it was his first hit single. Wow. Yeah. Before the Leslie Gore version was released, another group, the Chiffons, cut a version of the song with legendary music producer Phil Spector. When Quincy Jones heard this, he rushed 100 copies of Gore's version to select radio stations, and the Gore version began to hit. Yeah, he jumped on that. The Crystals were, or I'm sorry, the Chiffons were a huge band, uh, and it would have been a number one hit for the Chiffons easily. Uh, So he really wanted to get his version out there first. 
So how did everybody have the song? Well, you know, back in these days, uh, the songs were written by these these uh, houses like the Tin Pan Alley, Brill Building. It was basically like these... these Songwriting factories. Yeah, and they would all get together. I think there's like four or five uh, writers credited on the song. And so, and then they would shop it out and they would, uh, you know, have other bands record it and singers record it. And then, uh, you know somebody would get it and make a really great version of it and find the right groove and it would become a hit. I actually had this, I don't know, it was like uh, something I made up in my head about how they wrote One is the Loneliest Number. Mm -hmm. You know, they get, they sing about it and then they get to this part where it's like, ba, 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 ba. Or is that a different song? That's a different song. Oh, what's that song? That's about? Happy Together. That song. That's the song. <laughs> anyway, they get to that part and that's they just fill cheery. it with ba ba bas, right? By, by the way, that's the cheeriest version of One is the Loneliest Number. One, one is, is the Loneliest lo- <laughs> Number that you'll ever hear. Na 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 na. That actually fits. It does. It does. Anyway, <laughs> you totally ruined the story. Oh, by no, no. Fucking I, it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was my fault. I ruined it. You keep, you keep, keep going. So they get to the Baba Baz. They get to the Baba Baz part. They're mm-hmm. like, they can't come up with any more words, any more lyrics for the song. So sure. the like producer just comes in and he's like, Ba 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 ba. That's how you finish the song. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> I love this character, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you with like a stogie, like yes. like like not still just right at the edge of your teeth going, Come on, let's finish it up. Ba 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 next. We need a hundred more hits. Yes. I could have finished this song in my sleep. <laughs> You're probably right. There's a lot of there's there's there are lots of instances where like there's a whistling part or a scanning part. And in songs, and they say, yeah, we'll fill that in later with some words. And then they either forget they to do it or they can't think <laughs> of anything. And they're like, well, we'll just leave it in there. And then that becomes like the big hick or the big uh, the big hook to the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where are we? Oh, uh, Gore had a follow-up hit called Judy's Turn to Cry, which continued the story told in It's My Party. I don't know if you know the lyrics, but it's about, you know, it's my party is about this girl and then Judy's. Her boyfriend leaves with Judy. Right. So then the follow-up song was about how Judy gets gets her heart broken. Oh, um, this guy. Yeah, this guy. They they never talk. I don't know if they ever mentioned the guy's name, but he's he's quite he's quite the bobo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then she also had top 10 hits with songs like She's a Fool and one of my favorite ballads, You Don't Own Me. That's a wonderful song. Yeah, that's a good karaoke song right there. I've never done that song. Oh, you would do, you would kill on that one. You Don't Own Me. All right, I'm going to do it next time. I love it. By coincidence, It's My Party Day happens on the same day as National Coming Out Day. Yeah. And Gore herself came out in 1982. She had been, uh, she had, she had come out on, you know, uh, not to everybody, but to herself and to her partners, like when she was 20, like way earlier. But uh, that was when she first uh, publicly came out. She she did a lot of songwriting. She wrote songs for uh, lots of people in the 70s and 80s. She had a very prolific career. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, 
crank up some It's My Party on uh, on Friday and and have yourself a party. It's also National Sausage Pizza Day, but I couldn't find five interesting <laughs> things to say about that. So, <laughs> but if you're gonna throw yourself a party, uh, how about some sausage pizza? Well, I think you should definitely play that song. <laughs> oh, that's coming up right now because we just finished our game prep. You yeah. would meow too if it happened to you. Meow, 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 meow. Oh yeah, there's there's some meowing parts in that one for you. Johnny, that's the guy's oh, name. Oh Johnny, nobody knows where my Johnny has <laughs> All gone. right, but Judy the same time oh listen to you why was he holding her hand when he's supposed to be mine it's, it's my, my party, party and I'm meow for one <laughs> you would meow too if you murder face too no, 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 no. nobody knows where my Johnny has gone All right, it is uh, audio challenge time, and we've got an interesting little audio round that we were going to do a couple, uh, I think we've talked about doing this before. Uh, we've got five songs for each of us, but thrown them in reverse. Yeah. Was that the only stipulation? That was it. Oh, okay. That was it. Uh, so they could be any songs at all, but we have... Uh, we have thrown them all. We've re- we've recorded them, and then we've uh, flipped them around, so they're going to play reverse. I don't believe there's going to be any satanic messages in mind. <laughs> I don't no. know. I can't. I can't speak for Monica. Um. No. But when I was making this, I was thinking I'm going to do so bad on this. Like they sound so different to me in yeah. reverse. Like I don't think I'm going to get any. Yeah. Well, I I feel the same way. Some some songs I did this round a f- I think a few months ago with TV theme songs, mm. and those were I think fairly easy to pick out. This is going to be a little tougher because um, there's like no um, no parameters. Yeah, no parameters. I, I I did pick one parameter for you, which is I think you've heard all these songs. I tried to do that, although yeah. with you it's hard to pick one that you haven't heard. Right. But I also put them in uh, reverse chronological Oh, order. very interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to play yours first or second? I'll play second. All right. Here we go. Play along at home. One point for title, one point for artist. Let's go backwards with today's audio challenge. Here's song number one for Monica. Now, what I think I'll do for the podcast is I will play a little clip of it frontward after your guess. So people can can compare and contrast. Would you like to hear it again? 
No. Okay. I have a guess. I don't know if it's right or not. I think you just go for it. But I would guess uh, Alanis Morissette. Ironic. Oh, you're in the right neighborhood. Because that is Stay by Lisa, Lisa Loeb. Loeb. But you're in that. You were in the correct uh, correct genre, correct <laughs> era. Yeah. That, that's not. That's not too bad. I could see where you could get an Alanis Morissette vibe out of that okay. for sure. This is going to be tough. This could be, <laughs> this this could really be like hard. one or two points might win it. Okay, here's the first one for you. Doesn't that sound weird? <laughs> There was a, I couldn't get anything for the voice or the beat, but there was a keyboard sound in there that sounds very familiar. I'm going to guess it's Lady Gaga. You're right. And I'm going to guess it's Poker Face. You got oh it. Oh my God. Yeah, there was From like, a keyboard there was like sound. a little hollow keyboard sound thing that sounded very familiar and that's the only song that I can remember that being in. So, oh my God. And it, it felt right. Okay. Well, that, I, uh, Boy. You're gonna kill me on this round. All right, let's try. Let's try this one for you. <laughs> okay. I, I, here we go. Number two for Monica. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> it sounded like because I got high. That's correct. Oh, who does that song? That was a kind of a one-hit wonder, wasn't it? Very much a one-hit wonder. But good, good, good on getting the song. I think it was like. Choking noises. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the backwards <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. helped. <laughs> Luckily, that noise sounds the same frontwards and backwards. <laughs> uh, I can't remember who did it. All I can think is the bombing, which did Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to think about that. <laughs> uh, that is Afro Man. Uh, Afro Man, because I got high. But you okay. got the song? Got the song? I did. Right on. All right, here's your next one. I love it. That's that's a very that's a '90s slow jam tempo. Mm-hmm. I think that's "All My Life" by Casey and JoJo. Yes. Oh my god. You're really good at this. <laughs> I think it was the very first thing where it's like, oh, and I was like, okay, that's that's. I think that's it. I like that song. Oh, and uh, all right, here we go with your next one. <laughs> okay. 
no idea. The voice might be familiar. I only guess I have is no doubt. That is correct. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no doubt. No doubt. Is it I'm Just a Girl? It's not I'm Just a Girl. It is one of the later hits. Uh, hey, baby. Oh, okay. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. Yeah. All right. Here is number three for you. Okay. <laughs> um, that's like a prayer by Madonna. That's right. Oh my god. Hmm. You chose one. this round. I did, but I didn't choose your songs. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's your next one. Okay. Groove is in the heart. That is correct. I think the slide whistles sound the same backwards <laughs> yeah. or forwards. And they play it both directions. That's true. Um, I can never remember who does this. Mm. This is actually for trivia players out there. It's like, this is a good one to commit to memory band wise because they, again, they were a one hit wonder, but they come up a lot. Yeah, when you play them. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why you have to torture me with one hit wonders. I give you these songs made by people that do all these other songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if I gave you the one hit wonders, you would know them. Yeah. Uh, anybody but the girl. Oh, I love that. I, I love that guess. It is Delight. Okay. D E E L I T E delight. <laughs> oh, Murderface, are you delight? Do you have groove in your heart? Groove is in the heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Murderface the heart. Meow, 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 meow. Tuna's in the face. <laughs> Tuna's in the face. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Number four. Out of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's right. Yeah. Have you seen that, the guy who does the September video every September 21st? If you go on YouTube, you can see this guy for like the last five years does a special video every September 21st because that's the date that they mentioned the song mm-hmm. September. It's very funny. You can probably Google that. He just does like his own video to the song. Yeah. He has this like weird loopy version where they basically just, it just loops the, do you remember the 21st of September? 
the 21st of <laughs> September. And then he does like these crazy dances. And sometimes like the latest one, he had like a mariachi band playing it for a moment. <laughs> it's like, it's very funny. It's I all, love it's crazy on, dances. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Go look it up. They're very, very fun. Uh, all right, here's your next one. Is this the last one? I have a bonus one for you, by the way. Okay. Here's your next one. That is a whip it. Yeah. My Devo. Ohio's own Devo. That song sounds cool forward and backward. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one forward and backward. <laughs> this is your last one. Okay. And I think it sounds the best. All right. Um, that is a tough one. Um, is it the Beatles? Yes. Was it eight days a week? Yes. Oh, okay. oh my god! I was just thinking because you took it. I think you took it from the beginning of the song, and so I was just thinking of that. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, that's bum, the very bum, beginning. Bum, bum. All right. Um. Okay. Here is your bonus one, and I love this one, and the reason for it. Loving it, it'll be very obvious. Here we go. Your bonus. It's Missy Elliot. Yes, it is. Work it. That's right. So the funny thing is, when you sent me that email and told me how to reverse the clips, Mm -hmm. I totally took that song and did it to see if she says the same thing. Yeah, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. But then I didn't use it. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. (laughs) But yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, I wonder if it really is. And it's like, yep, they just took the straight up vocal track and uh-huh. just flipped it over. That was. I that's, love it. Yeah, you're not going to improve near. See, just like I did. Uh, all right, so how did we do? You got all of them. Yeah. You got ten. I got with the bonus. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Right on. Well, expect that at some one of your quizzes this week, and maybe even all of the quizzes this week, because uh, it's fun to put those together. That is fun. I'm going to make one. All right. I'm oh. going to make one. So you know on Tuesday you're going to get one for sure, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So get ready to hear some backward stuff uh, this week. Uh, that is uh, the end of the show, but before we go, let's talk about where... Murderface wants to be petted <laughs> on, the head, on the head, on the back, near the, the tail, and maybe on the side a little bit. Uh, <laughs> where are you hosting this week, Monica? 
on Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Right on. I am uh, at the Skylark on Monday in West Seattle. Tuesdays, you can see me at the Crown Bar in Tacoma or go see Cat at the Black Zia Cantina in Burien or go see Mookie at Murphy's in Wallingford. On Wednesdays now, you can see me at the Berliner in Renton and Alex at Larry's Tavern in West Seattle. And Thursdays, you can see me at the local 907 in Renton and Jeff at Murphy's in Wallingford. And uh, they're all free to play. They're all a lot of fun. And uh, I dare say we might be announcing more quizzes soon. Uh, yeah, it could it could be happening. Um so that's that, everybody. Uh, I hope you guys all have a good pub quiz week. As always, you can get in touch with us, quizfix at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, go like us on Facebook. Do all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, go kick some butt this week. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial, I wanna get trivial.